It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Family owned and operated since 1972. Sevcheck Service Center, 2200 Longmire, just. From the post office in College Station. It is all Beatles Friday, a special All Beatles Friday. We are playing the five songs that the Fab Four sang on Ed Sullivan 57 years ago this week. On February 9th, they appeared on Ed Sullivan. That is the first of the five we will play in the order in which those songs were sung. This portion of the show is brought to you by Central Texas Sports Medicine. Kirk Bowles is coming up. Rangers Hall of Famer Pudge Rodriguez. We're going to hear from him. Adam Richman has a new uh, TV show out. We will visit with Adam Richman coming up and... In the second hour, the Ranger Brain Trust. Yeah, I just got a shiver too, but we'll hear from them getting ready for spring training next week. And Harold Presley is here as well. Bill Oliver is keeping tabs on the weather in the newsroom. If you want the latest in closures, business and school closures, go to the website at WTAW.com. And Bill says that the uh, student bonfire is giving away wood at the stack until sundown this evening. Free. Uh, being provided as a service to the community. It's not intended for resale. It's for you. So there you go. If you want wood, the student bonfire is giving it away until this evening. So you've got that going on for you, which is nice. Major League Baseball has reorganized its minor leagues into a 120-team regional alignment. They released a plan today for two AAA divisions and three divisions each in AA, High A, and Low A. Forty affiliates were dropped from two years ago, which was the last season minor league baseball was played. The leagues have not yet been named major league owners. The commissioner and his staff have not decided whether to retain the traditional names of the leagues, like Pacific Coast, the Texas League in AA, uh, and others. They're calling the minor league groupings AAA East and West, AA Central. Well, you get the idea. AAA teams, for now, remain scheduled to open a 144-game season at the start of April, but are likely to be pushed back into May. In college basketball, the Aggies will sit out for the fourth straight game. They were scheduled to play at Florida tomorrow. Their next scheduled game is next Wednesday night against Alabama. Games on the schedule, Auburn at Kentucky, 
Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Tennessee, LSU, Georgia, and Alabama, Arkansas, and Missouri, and Ole Miss at South Carolina. Oregon starting quarterback Tyler Shock is looking for a new home. The redshirt sophomore announcing today he's entering the transfer portal. He's a three-year graduate with two degrees, but will have three years of eligibility remaining. Uh, Shock was the regular starter for the Ducks that last season. Novak Djokovic, not sure whether he'll be able to play his fourth-round match at the Australian Open after saying he suffered a torn muscle uh, yesterday in his match uh, five-setter over Taylor Fritz. Djokovic, ranked number one, slipped in the third game of the third set, awkwardly went down on the court, used a medical treatment timeout, and held on to win the five-setter. Um Djokovic is scheduled to face Wimbledon runner-up Milos Raonic uh, in the fourth round. Uh, And Rafa Nadal, who is seeking his 21st major title to break a tie with Roger Federer, has been dealing with a back injury. He is scheduled to play Cameron Norrie in a third-round match tomorrow. The A&M men's tennis team, which is which had canceled a scheduled match today at home against Texas Tech, is taking to the road in Florida for warmer weather. They will play, uh, let's see, Central Florida next week, uh, next Wednesday, but on Sunday in Fort Myers, FGCU, Florida Gulf Coast, for a 2 o'clock match on Sunday. Uh, following the trip, A&M is scheduled to host Kentucky next week, next Friday at the Mitchell Tennis Center. And they're still playing golf at Pebble Beach and Spy Class at the AT&T. And look who's in the lead. Jordan Spieth is, shot a 5-under-67 at Spy Glass today. He is one shot clear of Daniel Berger. Spieth at minus 12 through 36 holes. Berger at minus 11, Norlander at minus 10. First-round leader Patrick Cantlay is on the course at 9 under par, and Paul Casey is in at minus 8. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to be joined by Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman when we come back after the final lap brought to you by Tom Light Chevrolet. We have one New Year's resolution at Tom Light Chevrolet. We won't be beat on price. Not on any new Chevy in stock. From Silverados to Camaros, from Tahoes to our huge selection of factory certified cars and trucks. We ended the year strong and now have too many local trade-ins that must be sold. All roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet in Bryan College Station. Chevy, find new roads. Shop in person or online at TomLight.com. Tom Light Chevrolet. With Carrie Murphy is on. is on. All right, this is the weekend we've been waiting for as NASCAR fans all off season long. The 2021 63rd annual Daytona 500. Here are some of the storylines: Bubba Wallace racing for his brand new race team owned by Denny Hamlin and NBA legend Michael Jordan. 
Denny Hamlin, defending race winner, looking for his third Daytona 500 in a row. Jamie McMurray coming out of retirement to race in this event. Here are some of the stats for you. It's race number one of 36. Yeah, it's a little weird. They start with the sport's biggest race as race number one. (laughs) It's a two and a half mile massive oval with banking up to 31 degrees. Here are your stage lengths. Stage one, 65 laps. Stage two, 65 laps. And the final stage weighing in at 200 miles or 70 laps. Like I said, last year's winner was Denny Hamlin. The year before that was Denny Hamlin. Wow, he could make it three in a row. Check out all the action as the 2021 season kicks off from Daytona. It's NASCAR's biggest race of the season. The 63rd annual Daytona 500 from Daytona International Speedway. 2.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday on Fox. Oh, and if you're looking for even more racing, we've got the Truck Series going down tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on FS1, and the Xfinity Series going on tomorrow, 5 p.m. on FS1. Again, all times are Eastern. Like us at Facebook.com slash The Final Lap. This week at Macy's, use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off just in time for Valentine's Day. Save on top of already great deals like 35 to 55% off dazzling diamonds, gemstones, and more. And sleek handbags and wallets from Kipling, Nine West, Inc., and more top designers. Now 25% off. Plus, Star Money bonus days are going on now. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Have you wanted to speak a new language, but thought it would be too difficult? Then try Babbel. Babbel starts by teaching you words and phrases that gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. So in 15 minutes a day, you'll be speaking a new language in a few weeks. Babbel is built around real life. It teaches you practical conversations that you will actually use. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome to the College Football Report with Kirk Bowles of the Austin American Statesman. The College Football Report is brought to you by Tom Light Chevrolet. We're joined by the columnist of the Austin American Statesman here on the uh, Polaris Fund Center phone line. Yesterday, the Big 12 football schedule was released. Kirk, I'm looking at the Longhorn schedule and I'm not sure too many things stick out, although that uh, that Thanksgiving weekend, which has been so problematic over the years, now includes uh, Kansas State on that Saturday after Thanksgiving. Well, nothing says college football more than that Texas-K-State rivalry <laughs> on Thanksgiving. You know, that goes way, way back to, well, I guess it doesn't go back at all because it isn't a Thanksgiving rivalry. But, uh yeah, and it's funny, the, the last time we saw Tom Herman before the bowl game was K-State, and they just, what, they put up 60 on them? They mm-hmm. just, that was one of their best games of the year, even yes. though the people had opted out, because they canceled the Kansas game after that before before the bowl game. So, yeah, that that and the bowl game were the high watermarks for the uh, Tom Herman regime last year. So, so they tried. Yeah. They've tried TCU. They've tried Texas Tech. Uh, that apparently didn't yeah. didn't fly. They've gone the Friday after Thanksgiving, the Friday night after Thanksgiving. Uh, now I guess they've just given up and gone to that uh, Saturday game, and it's just going to be a regular rotating conference game from now on, right? Well, they used to play a team on Thanksgiving. Not no way. The name, no, 
oh, you got to go back a ways. But <laughs> it was a pretty exciting rivalry, and there was some only genuine hatred on both sides. I forget who it was, but uh, kind of a shame that went away because it seemed like everybody else was playing their rival. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, not Texas and A&M. So uh, I'm going to fight till. I'm dying. <laughs> move, that, move that to Labor Day. And I should just call them both chicken until they uh, schedule that on Labor Day weekend. Well, the I big mean, Labor Day weekend game this year is Louisiana and Texas, so you you can't move that game anywhere. Well, I don't think we're moving any game in you know eight months, seven months. From now. <laughs> I'm looking farther into the future than that. Okay, uh, but. I, I know A&M doesn't want to give up the game with Prairie View. Uh, I know that. That now that's a rivalry game. I think. Yeah. Uh, any more than any more than Texas wants to give up its game with Rice. Exactly. But, but yeah, that's uh, that Louisiana game. The Cajuns coming to town has some uh, meat on that. Ball. I'm telling you, it does. They better be careful. They better be careful, and uh, I don't want to bring up the name Maryland, but uh, I think. Uh, <clears throat> Steve Sarkeesian will take that game seriously. I mean, Billy Napier was, gosh, one of the hottest coaches in the country. Yes, yeah, and have, have, he's, he's won, there. what, 21, 22 games in the last two years? Something like that. Yeah. They've got back-to-back 10-win seasons. They've been to bowl games, won yep. two bowl games back-to-back, and they were finished in the top 20. I mean, you know, I think that quarterback, Levi Lewis, I think was a senior. I don't know if he – is coming back, you know. Mm-hmm. He had that frozen eligibility. But yep. You know, they had a great running game, too. Yep. And uh, I think most of their running back uh, uh, the backfield were seniors, too. But, yes. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a really rising program. And uh, what, 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 what a year that league had last well, year. Well, the, the other thing is, you know, they follow that up with a trip to Fayetteville, and you can say what you want about what Arkansas is or has been, they were certainly greatly improved this year with Pittman. And I, I think every new Texas coach probably should be indoctrinated about how much they're hated in the state of Arkansas, don't you? Now, that is a, a rivalry that uh, is very much bitter. And it's interesting, though, because, you know, Texas uh, had so much success in that rivalry in part because they weren't invested as much as the the hogs were on their side because mm-hmm. it was always scheduled like the week after OU. Yes. And, and and that was a perfect timing, you know, except for the big shootouts one and two. Yeah. That sort of thing. So it played perfectly in Arkansas's hands because Texas was, you know, usually physically spent and emotionally yep. exhausted after OU week. So they just kind of, went out and treated it a little bit like another game, which we know it was not in Fayetteville. So that that is truly one of the bitter rivalries. And uh, Arkansas looks like they're on the way back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, where did they go, 3-7? and seven? Yeah, but uh, I so, think they had two games stolen from them by the SEC officials. And they lost their bowl game with TCU, which was also, uh, I think, TCU won five out of six. They were a hot team in the in the Texas Bowl. They lost that a chance to play them and win a bowl game. I don't think they've even been in a bowl since 2016. Well, speaking of TCU, they get them in Fort Worth the week before the Oklahoma game, and you know Texas can't beat TCU. So, I mean, yeah, I guess, boy, Steve Sarkeesian better do a history lesson. 
So That's what like I'm saying. ECU's owned Texas since they uh, joined the Big 12. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that, that could be problematic uh, if uh, Sarkeesian's bunch of sleepwalking into there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at they got a bye week. It's after Oklahoma State. Yes. Uh, between Oklahoma State and, uh, and Baylor. Baylor. So it's probably, you know, if I'm Texas, I'd probably want it after TCU because, but they're penciled into that, you know, Cotton Bowl date with Oklahoma every year. So it's not the best spot. Well, the other thing, guys, I look at, Kirk, is they go to Ames and they go to Morgantown, two of their last four games, and those are really hard trips. They really are. It's it's a a sleepy, tough, you know, schedule, if you will, and maybe not even sleepy because, you know, people shouldn't sleep on, you know, Louisiana or Arkansas playing in Fayetteville, Mm -hmm. and as you mentioned, those road trips and you had TCU at Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, you know, they they've given Texas all they can handle too. So it I bet this will be this will be a top twenty difficulty schedule, I would think, wouldn't you? Well, um I mean it 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 depends what some of these other teams are going to do during the course of the year, but you know, Frankly, Kirk, the last 10 years, it really hasn't mattered what they've done in other games. I mean, some of these teams have owned the Longhorns. That's that's the best way to put it. Well, too many have, and that's why, you know, they're on their third head coach since Mac Brown. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you only get double-digit wins once in, you know, a decade. That's not a good way to enhance your job security. We did we did get a little meet-and-greet with Sarkeesian yesterday. Oh, okay. It was just our Austin American staff. I think he's doing that with all the reporters mm-hmm. that covered the Longhorns. And uh, unfortunately, we heard that uh, his coordinators are not going to be available uh, to speak. Oh, during the course of a season? Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're used to that over here now, Kurt. Is that right? Yep. Does, does Jimbo not let nope. talk to any assistants? No. Nope. Uh, well... Let's let's be clear about that. They get to talk to the TV people. They don't talk to anybody else. Really? really? Well, the na- you know, but the week, the night before, you know, TV games. Yeah, they get to talk to the TV people. Yeah, I you know, and I understand this because this is like classified material, CIA Pentagon. Stuff, <laughs> so you, you cannot let these coaches talk. I mean, because you're talking. You know, but let's let the 18-year-old kids you know, <laughs> describe why they gave up the winning. You know, you know sar- sarcasm is not becoming of you, Kirk. Well, well, at least I'm consistent. We'll say that, right? We will continue with Kirk Bowles and talk some hoops after this for Tom Light Chevrolet. We have one New Year's resolution at Tom Light Chevrolet. We won't be beat on price. Not on any new Chevy in stock. From Silverados to Camaros, from Tahoes to our huge selection of factory certified cars and trucks. We ended the year strong and now have too many local trade-ins that must be sold. All roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet in Bryan College Station. Chevy, find new roads. Shop in person or online at TomLight.com. Tom Light Chevrolet. Kirk Bowles joins us on Fridays, and Kirk, the uh, the Big Twelve schedule's been messed up, just like A uh, and M and some of the SEC schedules been messed up. You look at Baylor sitting there at number two; 
and they will have uh, missed five straight games. And you just can't help but wonder what that's going to do to a team that was just rolling before all yep. of this was shut down. Well, it didn't do well for Texas once <clears throat> they lost three of their top seven players and their head coach. You know, they promptly lost a home game to Oklahoma, which has remained hot. I will say that. So, yeah, it's, it's really playing havoc with a lot of teams. And, yeah, safety, these players and coaches have to come first. But, you know, you just wonder, are we going to limp to the finish line? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking on Cedric and I on our podcast about how remarkable the that the NFL made it through the entire season, yes, you know, without without losing a game. Now they got the big bucks and test more often, but uh, you know, we all, we've talked forever about how important that NCAA tournament game is. Yes, but but the but the hidden factor in that is that you know who's hitting their peak, you know, in uh, late February and early March, you know, before the selection committee does their thing, and and how much will that affect Baylor? I mean it. You know, to me, they may have the best team in the nation because they're playing a tougher schedule than Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. But, but, but how much rust might they have? Yeah, they've had five games postponed, and who's to say they're not going to have six or seven? Sure. Postponed. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think you know it's pretty likely you end up seeing conference champions uh, winning their crowns by winning percentage. But you know, Baylor's still three games up on. West Virginia and the, and the standing, yep. so they're clearly the best team. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 made for a very interesting, you know, college basketball season. That's very uneven. I, I, I look. We should be surprised. I, I look at this Texas team, Kirk. They scrambled to beat a bad Kansas State team on Tuesday. They get a decent TCU team on Saturday. They have a chance. Uh, to get back-to-back wins and maybe right the ship a little bit. But they had some uh, social media issues with one of the players after that game Tuesday, did they not? Yeah, and we haven't gotten a clear answer on that. Roy Sam, uh, he's, he's probably their uh, probably their third guy off the bench, you know, uh, tweeted out that uh, there's no loyalty anymore. Mm-hmm. And he did not get off the bench, you know, in that game against uh, – Oklahoma State or Kansas State. So, yeah, when when I reached out to them for some kind of explanation, there's been some resolution that I've kind of met with cold silence. So mm-hmm. That's an in, internal matter. Yes. You know, Chip. So, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, in in some quarters, I'd say you want your reserves to be unhappy. Yeah, absolutely. Playing time, but you know, we don't have all the answers, and we don't have daily access to these coaches or players. So we don't know if he had lousy practice or what. Yeah. <clears throat> However, I will say this. I got on Shaka Smart a little bit after losing uh, to Oklahoma State on the road. I told him, I said, you know, why don't you play Jace Febris? He's yes. one of the pure shooters, very streaky. Yes. You know, why don't you play him or Kamaka Hepa a little bit more? Because, you know, they went – Tied to 35, if memory serves, from downtown against Oklahoma State, and did not hit a field goal in two overtime. You know, I think the most disturbing part of that game, uh, Kirk, I, I watched all of it. It was like watching uh, being at the dentist, frankly. But th- they would not stop shooting three-point shots, even though they were five for 35. They just kept jacking them up the whole game, and 
it seems like after you beat your head against the wall enough, you want to do something else. And I, I blame the coaching staff for that. No, no. Why do you go insulting Dennis? You know, <laughs> that game was much worse than a trip to the Dennis. Okay. Uh, yeah, it just, you know, and like I said, you know, put in a couple of your subs. Some can shoot, and they go, well, there may be defensive liabilities. Well, go to a zone. Yeah. Oklahoma State Oklahoma State wasn't lighting it up either. So, no. You know, and in and, and truth, in all seriousness, that's one of the knocks on Shaka. Where are the in-game adjustments? I mean, you know, they've had some horrendous inbounds passes that were stolen. Well, yeah, that, cost, that it's cost them basically two. two games, the Oklahoma State game and the Texas Tech game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's you know, and, and it's a guard-oriented team. They do not have a post-up driven offense. It's a, they got three veteran guards, and, you know, they can dribble drive, and they can get their own shot, and score in transition. They're a lot better when they're uh, running and, and, and having a up-tempo pace rather than a half-court offense, but, you know, these, these guards, Matt Coleman's gone away, and mm-hmm. Courtney Ramey's gone away at times. I mean, Matt Coleman's their senior four-year starter at point guard. He misses a, an easy slam dunk. You know, they could have iced the game. Yes. At, at K-State, and K-State comes down and hits a three, and it's all of a sudden a one-point game. Yeah. And like you said, K-State was the patsy of the league. They haven't, they haven't won a game since December. Wow. You believe that? And it was a big, big victory over Nebraska Omaha. So I don't <laughs> know if they were, you know, still kind of celebrating that win over <laughs> UNO. But, uh, but yeah, that was not. And Greg Brown is another kind of the X factor. You know, the freshman from yep. Andy Griff, six nine guy. He's going to be a lottery pick or at least a first round pick. So he's kind of come alive at a good time. So the one thing you like is that they've got some scoring options. They have some. They don't rely on one shooter or two people. Well, Andrew Jones has really picked it up. He's played fantastic and he's kind of been the heart and soul of this team and, you know, what a great story that is. He he could probably be, you know, all Big 12 first team if not, you know, Vader didn't have so many day guards. <laughs> and, and, uh, but yeah, he's had a terrific season. So, uh, you know, you know, it's funny. I was looking at bracketology this week. They still list Texas as a third seed. Yeah. And, boy, that's a tribute to the conference because they're only, what are they, six and four? In the yeah, they're six so, and four and in fourth place right now, and they've got some tough yeah. games ahead, Kurt. Boy, they, they have to go to OU. They have to go to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. They have to go to Baylor if that gets reached. They play West and Virginia. Yep, they're a uh, handful. Virginia, and they got Kansas coming. They got their hands full. They so do. They they better hope if they don't start peaking at least, you know, drastically. I don't think they have any uh I don't think they have to worry about peaking right now, Kirk. No. What do we <laughs> need to worry about? <laughs> <laughs> putting the putting the ball in the basket. That would be a good start. I'll recommend that to Kirk Bowles joins us on Fridays, brought to you by Tom Light Chevrolet. Kirk will be back with us next week as he is on Fridays. Uh, we won't be here Monday. We will be back on Tuesday with longtime 60 Minutes producer Ara Rosen, who has written a book, and I will have plenty of time to read it over the weekend. And on Monday, it's President's Day, but um, Frankly, that's not why we won't be here. I have a, a a clause in my contract that allows me to opt out 
if the temperature falls below 50 degrees. And it seems like it's going to be about 40 degrees below that 50-degree mark on Monday. So I am, I have exercised the clause in my contract that allows me to sit by the fireplace when the temperature falls below 50. Now, you're saying you don't exercise that much, uh, that contract very much. And that's true. I don't uh, because I love being here. I love my job. But there are just certain times that it's, it's you know, I think it's wise and prudent thing to do. So I will be sitting by the fireplace on Monday. I will allow Bill Oliver and the Crack News crew uh, to keep you informed of everything that's going on weather-wise throughout the weekend and into the week. Um, awards and more uh, is doing... Engraving for you right now. Oh, well, not right now. They're closed right now. But Monday through Monday through Friday from 10 to 4.30, uh, Larry and the staff are there taking care of business. Uh, go online at awardsandmoreinc.com and check out everything that they do. They are the official engravers for Sports Talk. Um, and Lord Howard's Cup. So if that's not enough to get you there, I'm not sure what is. This day and age, everyone gets a trophy. Let Larry put your name on that trophy. Go online to awardsandmoreinc.com, awardsandmoreinc.com. Nothing improves the value of your home like a new kitchen or bathroom. Hi, I'm Joe Orsack. For 22 years now, Marblecraft has served thousands of Brazos Valley residents, providing all of the products and services needed to make your kitchen or bath look new again. From cabinets, painting, glass shower doors, cultured marble, Tiverian, quartz, and granite countertops starting at $29 a square foot. Call Marblecraft today at 846-3881 or visit our showroom at 702 West Carson Street in Bryan. Advanced technology and experienced surgeons. That's what you'll find at Texas Regional Eye Center. Our team has performed thousands of cataract removals and uses sophisticated technology to customize the cataract procedure to fit your needs. Doctors Terry Perkins, Bill Riggs, Kyle Varvel, and James Lee, your doctors at Texas Regional Eye Center. Call 774-0498 or visit TexasRegionalEye.com. Listening to The Zone on your smart speaker is easy. If Louie can do it, anyone, anyone can, can do, do it. it. Two simple steps, and you can hear Chip Howard Sports Talk, Tex Ags Radio, The Louie Bellina Show, or Aggie Football, Basketball, or Baseball on your smart speaker. Step one, and one time only needed, say Enable Zone 1150 Skill. Then anytime you want to hear your favorite host or teams, all you have to do is say, Play Zone 1150. Make sure to set it up and say, Enable Zone 1150 Skill. And then, listen in anytime just by saying, Play Zone 1150. But I never heard them ringing No, I never heard them at all Till there was If you're just joining us, I'm not sure why, but it is all Beatles Friday. And the thing is, we are playing in order the five songs that the Fab Four played when they debuted on Ed Sullivan. The week of February 9th, 1965. 
4, 57 years ago. We open with All My Loving. That was Till There Was You, and we've got three more that we will play uh, coming up. Also coming up, Adam Richmond has a new uh, show on the History Channel called Modern Marvels. Uh, Goes straight to the taste buds. Celebration of the exploration of food. His premiere is Sunday night, and it's cookies. Everyone loves cookies. Actually, it's a week from Sunday night. I beg your pardon. But anyway, um, Adam Richmond will be along here in a few minutes. Right now, we want to hear from Pudge Rodriguez, Rangers Hall of Famer, on a little conference call, a Zoom he did with Eric Nadell this week. Pudge, where are you? My head is so big. He's bigger than yours. I'm where right now. I'm in, I'm in Puerto Rico. I'm in, uh, I'm in Puerto Rico right now. Uh, you know, I just I came last uh, Monday, and I'm going to be here for uh, uh, Monday to Monday. And next Monday back to uh, uh, back to Miami, and so I'm here for a uh, so far, and it's nice to be in my mother's house. That's what I am uh, right now. And when I when I travel alone, I always love to stay in my mom's house. That's fantastic. And I know we've talked a lot in the past about baseball in Puerto Rico, and the island has been hit by hurricanes and earthquakes in the last couple of years. They were able to have their winter baseball league this year, weren't they? Yes, they did. Uh, actually, they, uh, they, they they minimized the game. They didn't they didn't play 68 games what they used to play for the season. I think they played 30, 32 or 34 games. Uh, but the good thing was that they they have five teams uh, play winter ball, and and that uh, was the Oilers, which is the team that I played. The, the most of my year uh, win, the, uh, uh, win the champion here in Puerto Rico and they went to the Caribbean World Series and finished second. You know, they, the uh, Dominican Republic picked them 4-1 to one, but, uh, but it was a great uh, great group of guys I met a lot of these young talented players and it's always nice to see baseball uh, ball back in Puerto Rico. Because it was such a short season last year, did some of the major leaguers play winter ball this year who, who normally would not do that? Well, uh, the only one the only one I saw was Javier Molina. Javier right. played for uh, yeah, Javier played for Manatee. Uh, the team Manatee, his brother, his brother Jose uh, is the manager for the team, so he plays. I think he played the last couple of weeks. Uh, with the uh, Manatee team, and then Cowboys uh, took him as uh, part of the part of the roster and played in the playoff and playing the finals. And also, he went to Mexico. And speaking of, of Yadier Molina, he just signed again with the Cardinals. And uh, I know you've had a, a close relationship with that family, the, the three catchers in the big leagues, and their father, who was a player uh, and a coach. Oh, what's your relationship with Yadier like? Well, very good. I always, uh, uh, you know, uh, talk to him by WhatsApp or texting him, calling every once in a while. Uh, but he's doing good. And, and Eric, I knew that he's going to be back in, in San Luis. Obviously, he's the team that he grew up, uh, the team that he started his career. He grew up, played all these all this, uh, great years that he plays. And, uh, and when Wainwright signed back with the 
with the Cardinals, I knew that he's going to come back. And so I'm happy for him that he's going to be back uh, uh, another year. He mentioned to me that probably one year for him. I think if he has a good year and stay healthy, he might push for another season. But as right now, I'm very happy for him that he's back with the Cardinals. Do you look at him as a probable future Hall of Famer? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. He's uh, he's not only as as a as a player. I think Yadi is really good with the media. Yadi is really good uh, with the community, and I think you know, as you know, to to, to be able to be in a in a prestige uh, club of in the whole thing, you, you need to have all that, all that respect, be good, be a role model. And, and he has all that. He has his own foundation and he's doing very well here in Puerto Rico and in San Luis. And so uh, as far as in on the field, obviously he 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 have some, you know, he play, I think he's probably 14, 15, 16 years already in the big leagues. And all the years, obviously, you know, three or four World Series and, you know, MVP in the National League, and so Gold Gloves, I think that's nine. So for me, of course, we all of them. You know, speaking of the Hall of Fame, so so nobody got elected this year. Um, it's been a couple of years now since uh, since your induction. Um, how closely do you watch all that? And were you surprised this year that no one uh, was voted well, in? Well, very well, very yeah, very closely. I did watch because the the, the players' name. It was in the list was uh, tremendous players in their careers and and I was expecting a few of them to to join the, the to join Cooper. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh, I'm surprised that the Omar Biscale went down in the percentage uh, of the vote. I thought he was going to be really really high in the voting, but uh, for some reason he he went down. But it is it's a surprise to see that. I think. Uh, these guys, I know, uh, I know what happened to them in their careers, but they're still great players. Their career was amazing, and and uh, but let's see, you know, next year you're gonna be another year. Uh, some of them, they're gonna be back in the in the list. Uh, I heard the Churchillian asked to be out uh, of the of the voting, and he said that he's gonna wait. Uh, for past ten years, so the so the players can uh, can vote for him. But uh, but, but again, you know, it's gonna be kind of like a long uh, uh, ceremony anyway. There's gonna be some great ones, uh, you know, from last year, Jeter, and 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 the rest of the guys. But it's gonna be a sad. I hope I hope that we all can travel there and we all can be there in person. As of right now, uh, nobody's telling us anything from Cooperstown. I think uh, if things goes the way is is going, probably we're gonna we're gonna be doing as well. Well, you and I we're doing it right now, and so hopefully not. Uh, I can't wait to be in Cooperstown. It's a it's a very nice week to be there. So uh, looking forward to it. How about spring training? It, it starts just about a week from now. Uh, normally, you spend some time down there. Are you going to be able to do that this year? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my mom, Tani, is going to tell me when when do I need to when do I need to go. But uh, but yes, definitely, I'm uh, looking forward to go. 
I think uh, I think we, you know, we have in plan to come uh, in the month of March. I think there's going to be some activities uh, happening in the ballpark and all that. But I, I'm looking forward to go. I'm missing baseball. I wanted to be in Arizona and work with the guys. Obviously, I'm very happy to see spring training again uh, and start on time. Uh, it's going to be different. You know, I think the most important thing is that the players need to follow the protocol. That's Pudge Rodriguez uh, with Eric Nadell a little bit earlier, Hall of Famer. Um, those were the days. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. I've just watched uh, Phil Mickelson take a quad bogey nine on the par 5 18th finishing hole. Phil had a smooth 80 today. He will be getting in his private jet and flying back to San Diego here in about an hour. This portion of the show brought to you by Refill Meats and Citizen State Bank. Reedfield Meats and Deli has been family-owned and operated for more than 60 years. Reedfields is home to award-winning house-made sausage, Chairman's Reserve premium aged and prime grades of beef, as well as spectacular party trays for every occasion. Whether it's lunch on the go or planning a large gathering, Reedfield Meats and Deli has provided the highest quality meats for several generations of Brazos Valley residents. Reedfield Meats and Deli, open Monday through Saturday at 2701 Texas Avenue in Bryan. You're on the go, so is your banking. Mobile banking at Citizen State Bank lets you bank when and where you want. Check balances, make transfers, pay bills, and even deposit checks all from your smartphone. CSB Mobile Banking. Fast, easy, secure. Learn more at csbtx.bank or visit your local branch for more details. With 95 years under our belt and six locations in the Brazos Valley, we're never far from where you are. Citizen State Bank, local people making local decisions. Member FDIC, data and third-party charges may apply. Song number three from the five songs the Fab Four played on Ed Sullivan 57 years ago this week. Welcome back to All Beatles Friday. Glad to have you with us this morning. Uh, producer Kyle was able to visit with Adam Richman, best known from Man vs. Food, has a new History Channel show out called Modern Marvels. While I was with Dr. Solskjaer, young Kyle was visiting with Adam Richman. Right now, I want to jump out to the Polaris Fun Center phone line and visit with Adam Richman, host of the new season of Modern Marvels on the History Channel, premiering next Sunday at 9 p.m. Adam, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on, man. So, uh, obviously, as we mentioned, Modern Marvels coming back for a new season, and uh, you know your way around food. Uh, so, really, how excited are you to kick this off the season? I mean, extremely. I was a History Channel fan and a Modern Marvels fan before... I was ever affiliated with the network. So for me, this is, it's kind of a dream. And the fact that it's in the food space, which is clearly, you know, uh, home turf for me is, is kind of like a double whammy of awesomeness. And this new season is obviously, you know, celebrating food across America, all things from, you know, nostalgia, you know, raw chocolate, even talking ice cream. And the first season or the first episode rather is uh, labeled cookies. Can you give us any insight to that without giving too much away? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And actually, Texas uh, features prominently in, in this episode, too. Well, I think what's kind of amazing is that we look, we go to the supermarket, and I think there's a lot we kind of take for granted and a lot we don't even know. And, you know, there's the, there are these iconic brands or these foods we love, cheese, chocolate, ice cream, cookies, like you said, snack foods that we we sample, we enjoy, and yet we never stop to think of how are they always available to us? How do they always manage to taste the same, be safe, be fresh, be available to us round the clock, round the year, no matter where we go in the country? And I think what I really love is, first of all, it's definitely like being, you know, Charlie with the golden ticket, going sure. to the Wonka factory, when you're going and there's like chocolate everywhere and there's, there's cookies everywhere. But also... Um, you know, I'm very proud to be American and to show that the American food industry, despite the pandemic, despite what other countries may think of our cuisine, is thriving. And if people are working, I mean, so hard. And I think the the average factory worker doesn't really get their chance to shine, doesn't really get the opportunity to have the camera pointed at them and to show that, yeah, the machinery is phenomenal. And you're going to see the most futuristic next level tech in the world guaranteed that goes into making these foods but it's nothing without these men and women that day in day out month in month out year in year out are always working hard to use those machines fix those machines maintain them uh to make the perfect snack perfect treat perfect cheese for us it's it's really cool and in fact in the cookie episode we talk about how there's multiple girl scout cookie bakery sure and as such the same cookies will have different names depending upon which texas factory is used yeah it, uh, we actually had this debate at work a little bit uh, a while ago about samoas versus uh the toasted coconut rings or whatever but i'm glad you talked about you know being proud to be american and being part of that culture and i wanted to ask you specifically you being a foodie you know being born and raised and growing up in brooklyn new york how do you think this COVID pandemic has affected America food-wise. I think it's helped us kind of maybe transform the culture a little more, people at home learning to cook more, doing things, you know, more as a family, more as a unit when it comes to culinary experiences. A hundred percent. I think you have to be more self-sufficient. And I think that that's been really important. But how about the fact that we recognize that grocery workers are essential workers? Absolutely. How about the fact that we realize that delivery people are essential workers? And restaurant workers are essential. And I think that, you know, I, I'm so happy to hear that these people are getting, you know, vaccinated first, vaccinated early. And th that's exactly it. That, yeah, you have to be more accountable to your food. You have to budget more. You have to respect your ingredients a lot more. But I think also what I love is, and, and this is all the History Channel. This isn't me. I have to give them credit. Um, they're doing an initiative with the James Beard Foundation, they have a, an initiative called the Open for Good Foundation. And what they're doing is if you post on Instagram a picture, a video, a memory of your favorite food, favorite restaurant, favorite dish, and uh, you tag the History Channel, which is just at history, and use the hashtag Save Our Restaurants, for every, for every post, they're donating a dollar to the Open for Good initiative, and it's all going to historical restaurants to keep them open during and after the pandemic. That's fantastic. And that brings me to another point I wanted to ask, obviously with this pandemic, 
a lot of small businesses, a lot of local restaurants have been forced to close. And I'm just curious, you know, with your traveling experience and your culinary experience, have you had many favorites that have unfortunately, you know, succumbed to this, the economic downfall of the, the pandemic? Unfortunately, so many. And if, you know, and you've seen guys try to pivot, then they become a food truck or they, they shut the restaurant, but they keep the place a little bit longer. Um, unfortunately, yeah, quite a few, quite a few. And, and the, the saddest thing to me were the restaurants that had just opened um, sure. and had to shut their doors due to the pandemic. There was a place around the corner for me, uh, a new hot dog place that opened. And literally within moments of it opening, the pandemic shut everything down and that they just couldn't sustain. They had no customer base. So it's unfortunate, but uh, it, it was the norm. So hopefully shows like this can, because, you know, you could order from all these places. You, you could patronize all these places and they're working hard. You know, I have to say that during a pandemic, there's probably a few places safer than being at a food production facility sure. because of the safety standards. So, you know, if you see a food on Modern Marvels that looks good, like Caputo Brothers Cheese and Spring Grove PA, listen, order, order, because they're keeping their employees safe. They're keeping them employed through the pandemic. They're, you know, keeping dairies employed, local dairies. And that's it. These are American factories using American ingredients and American products. And it's it's really very special. Absolutely. And, and real quick, I, I would like to move to man versus food just for one second. I always sure, 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 I, of course. I've watched that show for years. I've, I've watched it since I was little, basically. But the one thing I always wondered was when it came to food challenges, was it tougher to do spicy challenges or more of the quantity of food challenges? Like in the doing of them, generally, the quantities were harder to do, the spicier, harder to recover from. I'll tell you what, Adam, I appreciate you so much for the time today. Once again, this is, this is Adam Richmond, host of the new season of Modern Marvels on the History Channel, talking about all things American food and culinary culture. My thanks to producer Kyle and Adam Richmond for the new show Modern Marvels. I love the uh, Food That Built America series, by the way. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you need to check that out on the History Channel. Uh, coming up in the second hour, we're not finished. We're going to hear from John Daniels, Chris Young, uh, Chris Woodward, and the Rangers packing up to head to Arizona for spring training. My gosh, spring training. Yes. Uh, looking forward to that, but especially when it's going to be so cold here. We can talk about spring training and just feel warmer, mentioning those two words. Producers Cooperative is your headquarters for all things ag and has been since World War II when a handful of farmers and ranchers here in the Brazos Valley got together and out of it created one of the largest ag co-op supply companies in the country, over 10,000 members. You do not have to be a member of the co-op to walk in the front door and talk to the folks at Producers. And, in fact, you might want to do that tomorrow because you've got plants. You've got trees. You're trying to keep them from dying when it gets down to 10 degrees or whatever it's going to be. They will give you some suggestions. Go over there and get some mulch. I know that helps. But talk to the people over there and let them help you and give you ideas to get through this Arctic zephyr 
this polar vortex. Online at producerscooperative.com. They're on Texas Avenue, just a little bit north of Highway 21. Producers, everything ag since 1943. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. We've got the pizza with that fresh made taste to put a smile on your face. Let's go to Your choices have expanded at Double Dave's, including the choice to eat in their dining room. You can also choose daily lunch specials like pepperoni rolls for $1.50, a $4 garden salad, and your choice of sandwiches, medium stromboli, or small two-topping pizza for just $6. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. They'll keep you hopping for the pizza with the toppings that can't be beat. Let's go to Double Dave's, Double Dave's. They got your pizza if you're up in the morning or you're staying up. Specialty pizzas are 8 bucks. Add a drink for a dollar or get a medium pizza of the month for just $10. Click DoubleDaves.com to order carryout, curbside pickup, or delivery, including contactless delivery. Let's go to DoubleDaves, DoubleDaves. We've got the pizza with that fresh made taste to put a smile on your face. How about saying goodbye to 2020? We've had enough of it. Make 2021 the year you cut your mowing time in half. Hi, this is David Hogan inviting you to stop by Kyrish Truck Center and check out our zero-turn rider mowers from Hustler, Ferris, and Cub Cadet. It's not mowing season, but it will be before you know it. So come by now and save some money. I'll make you a great deal on our zero-turn rider mowers. We'll make mowing as close to fun as it gets. Kyrish Truck Center, Highway 21, half a mile east of the bypass in Bryan. One, two, three, Don't go anywhere. We've got another hour to go to fill out this week. Glad to have you with us. We'll have news coming up on Sports Radio 1150 AM, 93.7 FM, KZE, College Station, Bryan, Texas. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
Chumba. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.